guys welcome back to another episode of cqp moments as always i'm your host the coupon queen then guys oh my gosh i cannot cannot believe it we are at episode 500 500 yes and so of course i have some amazing guests that are going to help me celebrate this 500th episode. So let's get into everything. And guys, thank you because I could not do this without you. From the moment we started jumping in, oh my goodness. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let's take a moment out and we'll get right into it. So guys, you know, I am the biggest fan of this man. I have been from the beginning, you know, I'm in his inbox telling him how I love, hate, adore, want to find some of these characters from his book, even though from his podcast, even though I know they're all fictional, but yes, these characters invoke so much emotion from me. And if you have been a person listening for a very long time, you know I am talking about the incomparable Mr. J.V. Torres of the Rise of King Asylus. Thank you, Coupon Queen, for that lovely intro. Now, I, I just in full dis, full disclosure about these so-called fictional characters. One of the things that I do when I work with voice actors is, um, especially if I'm casting a, a character that hasn't appeared on the show yet, I usually let them have uh, imprint a little bit of themselves in those characters, kind of give them a little bit more of an authentic feel. Now, I've, I've carried that over into other projects that I've been working with different kinds of actors, like now I'm doing films, as you know. Um, but just so you know, a lot of these characters, even though they are technically fictional characters, I've talked to just about every one of my voice actors about that, and most seem to imprint something of themselves, their own personality on them. So there's a there's a little twi- little tiny bit of authenticness, authentic quality or elements to each individual character. And the good thing is, you can always tell that. You can always tell that, even even from my most favorite 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 person, <laughs> who is really not a character per se the narrator who we did have on which I was just like fangirling out I think I forgot that JV was even on the episode at that point I was just like super stoked to have Sergey on actually Sergey is um we're actually doing a couple of film projects I don't know I I try to slate it for this year I've had to shelve this the movie that I had with him twice already once because of the COVID and once because he got the COVID so I had to shelve it twice because of COVID and I'm already booked up for uh, uh, the rest of this the rest of this year so I'm probably going to do a film with him next year you know lord willing we will be able to have cool him to do that so that means that I and I talked to him about it at length and I said you maybe we'll maybe we'll scrap the original script and go with a completely different script because I have a few of them. So, but yeah, he's definitely gonna, he loves the idea of being on camera. He's tickled to death early that I 
that he's going to do this. But he is so comfortable on camera. The funniest thing was when I first told you and he sent me that little clip and you could tell he's like so comfortable on camera. He has no problem with it. So he's like no, a natural. He's a he's a showman. I mean, he was a, he's a musician, so he likes being in front of people. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. And I I love the so fact. So 500 that- episodes. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I know. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, wait, wait, what? And and the funny thing was, I think that got me was like, I kept saying, wait, little old me who just decided I wanted to do my own show and wasn't sure if everybody was listening if anybody was listening not everybody but anybody was listening. <laughs> so yeah i was like wow we're listening clearly people are listening but you i'm sure you check this you check the analytics you know i checked the analytics but i mean i really went into this in the very beginning saying is anybody going to listen well you know if they don't listen at least i've i've put my hat in the ring you know, yeah. so that was that was always my point. But oh my gosh. Okay, so how does it feel to be going from the rise of King of Silas? Because you are working on films now. How is how how is that differing for you? It's it's I'll tell you what, it's it's I'm able to apply a lot of my savviness in audio drama into the film world. So far that has translated really well. There have been people that that have that really are high up on 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 my, on my movies, they're short movies, but uh, it seems like they're, you know, we've got into the film festivals. We won best, you know, short dramas, we've gotten a few awards. Great. We're going to we're gonna do one here in Ocean City uh, in March when we're going to, we're actually going to go to it. The whole crew, everybody's going and they're going to actually play, you know, show it at the theater on the big screen. So that is going to be an amazing feeling to actually oh my here. gosh that is so awesome <laughs> that is so awesome yeah we're all going for the weekend everybody's going we're all you know we're already booking our hotels and i told my wife you know we're, we're going to go spend the weekend down there we're going to make it a hopefully i'll get the network with other directors and you know other producers and other crew people and just other writers it's going to be a fantastic time from from what i've read it's like their seventh and their seventh annual festival so it's not not like a first time or they've, they've had this before. Yeah, we were just one in New York City, actually. But I didn't go to that one. Right. I did see that because you sent me the thing for that. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Like you, you are really getting out there because I remember we had had a conversation and you were just like, I'm branching out into films. I want to do this and I'm working on this project and I'm working on that project. And I was like, oh, OK. And then, I mean, this was even after, I think it was your first Latin podcast award. Yeah. This was after. I mean, the- it, was, it was at that, at that time we were just talking about it. And three awards later, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're going to do this for sure. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a, it's a fascinating thing. I, I, you know, I have a great respect now for the film industry. You know, when you're just a spectator, you just go to the theater, you watch a movie, you, you think, oh, you know, just you hear about these big numbers about millions of dollars going into production. Now I understand. I mean, on the very small scale, but I do understand the the intricacies and, and all the moving parts that are involved in producing a, a movie. It's it's really meticulous work. And as far as your, your original question about how how that how my time in audio drama how that has translated into film, um, it's it's been a it's let me tell you, it's been an eye opener. Okay, 
there's a lot of work involved. I'm not gonna lie. But at the end of it all, you meet some fantastic people. And really there's some, I've met some really awesome people and, and film actors and just people that work in the crew, you know, cinematographers, et cetera. Um, it's a whole other world. It's a bigger world. It's a huge world. I mean, the audio drama world, yeah. I met some cool people, but it was such a small world, comparatively speaking. You know what I mean? Like if you, podcasters have this network, yeah. But in the movies, it's just deeper. But okay, let's 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 put let's put it this way. You do no run-of-the-mill podcasts. Like your podcast literally takes us into this world of like war, aliens, alternate ideas, a new world government. We're right. like, well, I was well, I was ready to go to war with President Way. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, well, here's the thing though. With that, you know, you could do like music and sound effect and really make your mind turn all these ideas and all these images in your head, right? But like now we're doing, we're doing actually, I, and this, you'll be, you'll be happy to hear that I've cast uh, an actor that will play King of Silas. We're, that's, that's our next project is we're doing a King of okay. Silas with the King, Lord Oreb. I casted an actor to play Lord, I'm sorry, Lord Capone because. John, John Doby, as you know, passed away. Otherwise, I right. probably wouldn't cast him to play it because I know when he was alive, he was like, "You got to cast me." I'm like, "Of course, man." But anyway, so I casted my old buddy, my good friend of mine, to play, who actually was the original guy I cast to play Lord Capone. But he did, at the end, he, it didn't work out because now he gets to play him in the movie. But here's the thing: when you do the audio drama and you have all these sound effects, and you realize. Like, by now you should know how I how I operate. You can kind of get right. how I how I piece these things together. But in film, it's like so in this in this film we're doing um, the king is actually in a gets into a physical fight with two different people, right? One he's fighting this this Illuminati character on the, on the rooftop of a building, right? So we're we me and the cinematographer and the crew are out there. Look, it's, we're already going out there checking out the rooftop and where we're going to, you know, we're already uh, surveying how we're going to film this. Oh and my it, it, came, it came, it came to, we came to this understanding that I'm not going to be able to choreograph a fight scene alone. So we had to contract an actual choreographer, fight choreographer. And uh, we're actually talking with him. We're going to do a couple of meetings with him. I have to meet with the actors. He's got to meet with his actors. We had some stunt people involved. So it's a, it's a production, man. It's a big, big production. And it's, then there's the second fight scene with Silas. He's fighting one of the Drax warriors or one of one of the Drax creatures. So then there's the special effects crew that has to come in and, and make this individual look like, well, a reptilian, right? So to put it in perspective, it's like, yeah, with the audio drama, I get away with a lot of it because I can do it with sound effects and all this. But with movies, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big deal. You gotta, you gotta know what you're doing. Yeah, but this is so cool. I am, you know what? I am, I don't think I have looked forward to a movie in a very long time, but just knowing how much you are behind the scenes with the audio drama, I am so looking forward to this because I am honestly, and, and I remember telling you this, like your, 
your the first time I heard Rise of King, the Rise of King of Silas, it transported me back to hearing the original War of the Worlds. Yeah. On on radio. And okay. I'm just like looking and I am ready. I'm like, okay, I am ready for like a cross between like V and like close encounters of the third kind meets something else. Like, but I know this is and no, no pressure, no pressure, no pressure. I mean, like I know I'm fangirling out again, but no pressure. Okay. <laughs> well, there are some people that are in the know. Some people that are in the know have have talked to me personally or DM'd me through you know Twitter or something. And they're like, because they got they know that I'm not gonna be the one playing King of Silence in the movie. And I'm like, I'm I'm just not gonna play him in the movie. But I will say to you, I'll make I'll make a um um what do we what do we call it? A, announcement i guess an exclusive announcement guys exclusive announcement. I've, I've announced this nowhere else on any other platform but i'll do it for you because i know you and me go way back um i will be in the movie but i won't i won't be playing king of silence i'm going to play the other the other voice i play which is beals i get to play the devil oh my gosh so yeah. you're giving us see i told you this is like why this man is one of my favorite <laughs> podcasters okay so right now he's giving me like stephen king stan lee kind yeah. of vibes right now yeah like you guys know i am like the super nerd girl so yes this is super cool though yeah no it's just uh this is this is one of those things it's a, it's it's a kind of a small part but not really if anybody who knows the show and People who watch the sh listen to the show or watch this movie are gonna know Beals is like like an intricate right, very orc. intricate portion. <laughs> oh my gosh. So like they were like, why don't you complain? Well, first of all, I kill I I look, there's a lot of stunt moves, martial arts type stuff that's gonna happen in this film. I'm just not built for that. But the guy who's gonna play him, and if you're if you did you watch the Chris the Crisis Counselor movie? I haven't had a chance. I've been so busy. I haven't seen the crisis well, counselor. Maybe after, maybe after I tell you this, you'll want to. So there's a there's a guy on my crisis on the Patreon. You would see it. Right, right. Um, the the boyfriend who gets stabbed to death in that film is the guy who's going to play King of Silence. Oh my gosh! So yeah, now I have to make time to watch. So now you movie. have to watch the movie because you're going to see that's the guy who's going to play King of Silence. Well, speaking of that, if you guys are on his Patreon, you are missing out. I get some of the funniest clips from behind the scenes, some of the most interesting music, some of the most interesting stories. And I think that is like the coolest thing. So tell everybody where they can find your Patreon. Patreon.com slash King Asylus. And all of the all of the projects I'm working on is going to go right through there because that's actually the Patreon for the publishing company that I that I own. So all the books, all the movies, even if it's not King of Silas related, um, will be on there. And you know, even other projects that I do editing work for other people, one of the things I stipulate is if I do an editing work for somebody, I need to be allowed to put them on my Patreon. <laughs> so why not? Why yeah, not? I have to. So and there's others and um, you know there's a couple other films that i'm working on so guys as you can tell you're not getting to hear the entire interview so you have to stay tuned because i've decided to do something different after all it's my 500th episode so 
you'll have to find out how you can see the entire episode. But of course, you have to be part of the Coupon Queenpin Facebook page. All the information is in the show notes. So I am here. Oh my gosh. I didn't think I'd ever be here. Wait, Lashana, wait one second, my dear. You're looking away from me. Turn your eyes. Turn, turn. Now you're looking at me. Turn. I start right there. Now you're looking at me, whatever that is. Okay. There you so go. So guys, you know I had to have them. You, if you've been listening to Queen Pin and the Wingman, you know this is the ultimate wingman. Mr. Rich Chalenza. Oh my gosh. Of course, you have to put all the little squishy cutie things in uh, the way so yes okay and of course if you're not listening to queen pen and the wingman you are missing out okay so rich yes we met oh my gosh like what it's been what two months now it's probably been a lot longer. We just forget how time flies. We didn't even re- we didn't even start this till like three months or a few months. It's probably like five or I don't know four or five months four months maybe. Okay, okay, okay. And you reached out to me and you were just like, "Hey, let's do this." And I was just like, "Okay, I don't know," but we made it work. Um, you started out as a guest on my show. Yeah, someone sent me your information. I don't go on a lot of people podcasts. Not. Not- and you just reached out that, that I think that was the crazy part was you reached out and you were just like oh my gosh so we talked about everything um from he who shall not be named ever on my podcast and <laughs> to see I like it because you, you're used to following rules now I still mm-hmm. have the problem with getting everyone in the fam clan to say the s word when we're talking about snow so you you you, you follow rules very well <laughs> I forgot his name already. I'd hate to say it. I forget people's <laughs> names, so it works perfectly for you. But, oh my gosh. So, of course, I couldn't have a 500th episode without you. Well, thank you for inviting me. I mean, this is unbelievable. And we have better lighting and we have better visuals. Your hair keeps disappearing, but that's a mystery in itself. Which I, I know, I know. It's, it's, I think it's just the, 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 the background, the crazy background. So... Remember, guys, this is like I don't normally do the camera thing. You've probably seen me a couple of times. If you're if you're watching Queenpin and the Wingman on YouTube, of course, you're seeing me. And I'm just finding out that I'm like blurry and dark. But no, yes, I am a real person. And of course, if you see me on Instagram, which I had people like hitting me up, believe it or not, Rich, I had people hitting me up on Instagram going, oh, my gosh. Why have you not done video before? So, exactly. Yeah. Okay, we had this com- Okay, Rich, we've had this conversation. I am coming out of the box slowly. It's kind of like a turtle here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I keep getting yelled at. I told you because of I'm clear and you're dark and everyone thinks I'm right, right. you out and I'm like I'm. Uh, it's been hysterical. Uh, believe me, they want to see you more than me. I can assure you that much. So. <laughs> So, oh my gosh. So what is going on in the world of modeling, traveling and everything, you know, uh, you know, just 
appearance and image wise what's going on with you well i think modeling i haven't been involved with a lot of that lately uh or for a while after writing my book but i do think covid kind of had a hard hit at that uh i interviewed okay. i interviewed a friend of mine ray who's i think one of the oldest agencies in the country is going on his 40th year but he's in kansas city and I think they're starting to finally start to do more, obviously, with that, because let's face it, New York has been a mess as far as just, you know, the pandemic. So well, one of the crazy, one of the crazy things is I keep hearing, and I don't know if you've heard this, where, you know, where we used to do in-person casting calls, mm. a lot of casting calls are not being done in person. And especially right. if they're doing online jobs. Yep. Sometimes they don't know what these models actually kind of really look like until they show up to a job. Yes. So I, I don't know if you watched this year's, um, what the hell is it called? I can't even believe what I forgot. Um, give me a second here. I'm losing my mind here. I'm Project Runway. So I have a friend in LA. I used to hang out with Coral Costello. Okay. Actually, I hung out with other designers. And she was one of the final four women that got to the finals in New York. So you kind of got behind the scenes of what was going on with that. And she's wonderful. Honestly, she was in the top two, I'd say, from the looks of it. She was the only one in the finals that got a standing ovation from our own team. Wow. So I got a really good glimpse of that. And I've been a huge fan of hers. I used to go to all her shows if I could, even when I was traveling. And she's amazing. And, uh, you know, as far as fashion and stuff goes... I was in the last year and a half, I was creating my own clothing line at Lenza wear. It's a, uh, it's a clothing line. It's, it's kind of fashionable athleisure wear. I want to kind of take a step higher than even Lululemon. Uh, please. Okay. Whatever you do, please don't go Lululemon. I, no, I watch. No, it's not going to be that at all, but. Um, okay. Please don't like, I, I don't want to um, have to worry about, you know, women at having parties and trying to hawk off, you know, <laughs> no it's let me see if i got the images here so i was creating it's kind of a futuristic athletic wear i could show you a picture of it real quick so anyways i was working on that and for a long time like a year and a half and then as soon as i started to get the prototypes in i got my logos down it just did not go my way i did not like the quality of it let me go on my phone here um but it's really the future of athleisure wear i kind of like i want to combine fashion with uh, being comfortable, I guess you could say, because I think that's going to be the future no matter what. So let me see here. One of my logos, if you can see it, like the name says it all. So here's one of my logos. And oh, nice. It's kind of cool. You know, and then I did a, um, here's another one because I love coffee. So, you know, like that would be maybe another logo for it as well. I based it off my name at Colenza because that means excellence in Italian. So um and then i was actually here's some more actually if you want to talk about that but no, I tried putting, cool. it's kind of it was coming out really cool a lot of stuff I, I worked on it a long time and i first wanted to put rope like clothes on robots kind of like star wars for this stuff so i had graphic okay. art it. it looks horrible so i started to just take the logos and put them on the cyborgs themselves and i really liked it but to make a long story short, as far as fashion or modeling, that's what I've been doing. I've been helping clients with a lot of fashion as well lately because a lot of them either gain weight and don't like the way they look. So they want to buy new clothes that they're heavier or they want to lose weight after the pandemic, want to get more fit. So they have to go shopping. So 
Well, hey, listen, just be comfortable. That that's always my my thing to it. Be comfortable. Be comfortable where you are, what you're doing, everything. Just be comfortable. I mean, it's just like whoa. And 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 I think everybody had the COVID. What do you want to call it? The COVID twenty. You know, know where you had that gained that twenty pounds for no reason. Yeah, a lot of people. So yeah. Yeah, if you were kind of out of shape, you got a lot of times in more shape. I said a lot of times. And then, but if you were in good shape or you were very healthy or wanted to be healthy when the pandemic hit, you wanted to get healthier, I think a lot of times. Uh, so I think it kind of went two different ways with that because you were, if you were healthy or you wanted to stay healthy, you were kind of afraid you were going to get sick and you wanted to prevent that. But if you kind of were you know, eating a lot of junk food, fast food, you want, you like sitting on the couch or not working out, that gave you an opportunity to do it even more. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that, that was always my thing was, I was like, oh my gosh, no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. So, yeah. um, you know, and one of the like. craziest things that, that, that got me was companies, most people don't understand companies were giving out just about giving away gift cards. Mm. I got more gift cards to go to CVS during quarantine than I knew what to do with. Really? Yeah. I was just like, at one point I remember standing online and I was just like, okay, uh, note that I have like $50 worth of gift cards and they're all in $5 increments. <laughs> well, you're the queen pin coupon queen pin. So is this because you do this so much, you're getting so much more than others? No, it's not. It's not that what happens is I have a lot of, um, let's say rebate apps and stuff that I do. Yeah. So normally they're give they were giving away, you know, five dollars, ten dollars here. So you you'd you'd go to the store and on a regular basis, you may say on a good day you have like twenty dollars. Mm -hmm. But it was like every two days, some of these companies were like, Oh, let's get this rebate. I'm I want to give you five dollars to find out what you think about lollipops. And it's like, okay. Yeah, I think New York too, because I'm in Florida and everything was really, for the most part, open. I mean, we had a month there or whatever. We were quarantined, but the truth was like everything was open. Yeah, you guys, you guys were like the hot spot at that point. Like people, as soon as everyone could fly, everyone was going down to Miami. That's all we heard was like, I'm going to Miami. I'm going to Orlando. I'm going. So our you were prices, like the hot spot. Our prices went up a lot really besides real estate oh my well the inflation but a lot of things here because the demand was huge we also had a lot of things open up here during the pandemic like a portillo's which is a very well-known restaurant in chicago a chain we had uh white castles and they're like some of the white castles the biggest in the country but we had all these things still rocking and rolling the last thing we were getting that I saw was deals. If anything, everything was kind of going up in price. It was hard to get seating or hard for reservations. It's just, it's still really busy here. I got to go to a party possibly in Naples this next weekend. And the cheapest hotel rooms are four or $500 a night. Um, what? Yeah. It's crazy here. So many people are here because it's season two. Everybody wants to be here in the winter. So I don't know how many New Yorkers move here, how many Canadians, how many people from Boston, Philly, California. I mean, it's, I'd say one out of two out of every license plate I see is from another state right now. So, but I could see that because it seemed like as soon as I would say, as soon as our governor announced that we were going into quarantine, mm -hmm. everyone ran, everyone that could run ran. 
Yeah. Um, and 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 it was go, getting to the point where and 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 I don't even think people outside of New York know this, where people that had two homes were actually selling their homes or their apartments, their condos here in the city, mm-hmm. and just going and living at that summer home because it's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, you got a lot of people moving there that even their taxes, say they sold their home in California, right? Or in New York, whatever. Um, if they, you know, their their taxes that they were paying were astronomical. So their mortgage is even cheaper than just their taxes besides the mortgage, which sounds kind of crazy. So you start to put things in perspective. And I think Florida was one of the best hidden secrets in the country. I've said it, I've been coming here since I was five. I moved at 18. I've lived in San Diego for seven years, but after traveling so much throughout the United States and North America, it's, it's a really unbelievable place to live. And it was really affordable. It still is on the out, like not hot, hot spots, like South Miami, Naples, Boca, Pompano, Orlando, they're not cheap. But if you get in the outskirts of other areas, especially the Panhandle, even on the outskirts of Jacksonville, Northern Florida, or maybe the okay. East Coast, it's, it's affordable. Especially when oh. you start comparing New York and Philly, Boston, the East Coast or Chicago or the West Coast, if you want to start saying even, you know, L.A., San Francisco, it's going to be unbelievably affordable. So. Oh, yeah, because uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if I shared this with you where this woman is actually in a fight with her landlord now. Mm-hmm. And um, in three months rent, she owes him nine thousand dollars. Yeah. For a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. A lot of people weren't paying rent in Florida either. Don't kid yourself. I think a lot of people were, you know, they had that opportunity to not have to pay rent. And then they got, you know, all these, and then they were able to leave. And I don't think they even can put it on your credit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, during a moratorium, they can't put it on your credit. Like, they they can't. Uh, but But here is the loophole, which most people don't know. Um, because a lot of people were saying, okay, people are still getting evicted. Mm -hmm. So the loophole is if you did anything within your, within that wasn't in the parameters of your lease, Mm -hmm. your landlord could still put you out. Yeah. Then the other thing was because during the moratorium, you were supposed to be paying something, even though you didn't pay. Right. They had the right or have now have the right to demand the rent paid in full Mm -hmm. and the grandfathered laws pre-moratorium actually come into play yeah they knew a lot of people were collecting stimulus a lot of people were collecting unemployment some making more than even when they worked and then they refused to pay rent or refused to pay any other bills and you could tell by the malls at least in florida a lot they're all shopping at gucci louis you know, they're at Nordstrom, <laughs> they're, they're, they're at Bloomingdale's and may, there's all these lines at Florida Mall. And I'm thinking, and I know people myself that refuse to pay rent and we're living an incredible life in Florida at this point in time. Even their mortgage kind of didn't want to pay their mortgage and they knew the, the market was kind of hot with real estate so they can go a few months without paying and then eventually sell it. So why put any money up front now and keep paying a mortgage when I know I'm going to, you know, put it up for sale and until I actually sell it. So the market was that hot, so. Wow, wow. Yeah, Florida, Florida was on its own game here with a lot of people just doing a lot of things. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. So, so other, other, than, other than the fact that you get a lot of sun and we've been getting bipolar uh, weather 
because one 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 day it was it literally went from uh i think almost 60 or 70 degrees mm. and then the next couple of days we were down in the single digits yeah yep so yeah you you at least your weather's been stable we've been trying to figure out if we should be going to the beach wearing shorts or uh digging out of the planet house yeah we've only had a couple of weeks that honestly were pretty unstable but they're not bad i mean it dropped down to like the 40s for the most part we've still been averaging in the 70s and at night high 50s low 60s but we had a couple of weeks where it's been a little chilly, but it's usually with Florida, January, and February are dicey, but I'm telling you for Florida's are the best winners in North America. I've always said it's warmer than California, warmer than Vegas, Arizona. They're really usually pretty consistent, high fifties or low sixties at night. And usually low seventies, even mid seventies or high seventies, low eighties for the whole you know, winter for the most part, if you look at the average. Wow. Wow. So, okay, how is your podcast going? Because you have a podcast called The Rich Chalenza Show, or what the F is Rich talking about? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I always love saying that. So, yeah. <laughs> I kind of flip flop on that all the time. I'm coming up actually, I think soon on a thousand episodes, but a lot of those weren't interview style podcasts. A lot of them okay. were me doing different things too. I do 10 minute rants or five minute rants. I've done a lot of interviews as well. I've even had you on there, but we got to get a good one of you, actually. We kind of did a rough one. Uh, you weren't even on camera yet, right? We just, that's No, I wasn't on camera yet. I wasn't on camera yet. So, hi, everybody. Yeah, so we got to get you on camera. And I'll throw that. Even though it's your 500th episode, I'm going to share it on my page. I don't care. But I won't say it's not a podcast. Of course you are. Of course you are. You know, you know why you're sharing this on your page? And, and I'm going to put this out there. Tell so me. you can read so you can redeem yourself and prove that you're not hiding me. I'm, I'm going to do it tomorrow, I think, because I am so sick of getting, I got hit up finally, at, I told you by my father, when your father calls you up and says, what the hell are you doing to this poor girl? You, you're darkening her, you're making her disappear and you're all clear. This is, this is bad. This is, uh, well, this is, yeah. No, he's not been hiding me. Okay, Mr. Chalenza, he's not been hiding me. This is, it, it's just been kind of technical and glitchy and, you know, when things go into the matrix, sometimes they don't come out the way they go in. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I, I mean, I love doing my podcast. I don't, it's been, a, I just started it almost three and a half, four years ago. I didn't know what I was doing with it at first. I also do videos where I talk, but I really like doing audio podcasts, just the 10 minute rants, to be honest with you. Those are my favorite okay. advice, but I don't want to get redundant with that either. I okay. love having guests on like yourself. Um, but that also takes a lot of time and effort. People don't realize scheduling it, you know, recording it, putting up all the content, getting all the written information. I kind of like what me, are, me and you are doing because we're building a chemistry too. Because a lot of times I have people on there, some like to go on long rants. Um, they get long winded and they don't know how to have a podcast. They're just on pitch mode a lot of times. But, uh, but okay, here's a little secret. Here is a little secret and I will divulge this. And only because it's you, Rich. I don't write down any questions anymore. I never write down questions. So other than pretty much asking you what your name is, what you do, and why you're here, mm -hmm. that is pretty much all you know that I'm going to ask you. I love Everything it. else is on the fly. 
And one of the craziest things I've ever had to do was, uh, I don't know if you listened to that episode where I actually had, I had two sleep experts on. One is a sleep therapist and the other one is the sleep doctor. Hmm. But the sleep doctor actually came on to talk about relationships and had no clue, of course, what he was talking about. So five minutes in, I literally, and this is the first time I'm telling the story on air. I literally say to him, this is not working. Right. We have to pivot. And he's like, well, we can do it another day. And I said, no, we're not going to do this another day. I don't have time. Mm. We're going to do it now. And he says, well, what do you mean? I said, you're a sleep doctor, right? I said, we're going to talk about sleep medicine. Mm. And I literally had to come up with questions out of Lord knows where, because I was prepared to talk about relationships and not talk about sleep medicine. I didn't even know what to ask about sleep medicine. I was literally, and thank goodness I wasn't on camera then because I'm literally in one, on one device Googling questions about sleep medicine, what I could ask this guy right? and, and like talking to him at the same time. So, yeah. Yeah. I like, I love that about you. I don't like to write down a lot of questions either. A lot of times I will give them an opportunity to send me a few, but my podcast is about learning about things about that person that maybe no one ever learned before. Because a lot of times, a lot of these people do a lot of multiple podcasts, right? And if you watch And that's what I hate. Yeah, it's the same pitch on each one of them. So go ahead. Yeah, it's like, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want the whole, you know, I, I, I grew up in the mountains and the first time I milked a goat was this time. No, I don't want that. I want to know what did this goat look like? What was the goat's name? Why was the goat named that? Who named the goat? When did you first see it? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of the same pitch. I struggled at the beginning. I went through this. I got bullied or I failed or I wasn't a good student or I, I you know what I mean? I was uneducated. Then this happened in my life. And then I turned it around. And then before you know it, blah, blah, blah. And then the whole kind of and then I, you know, then they want to get into their whole thing, what they're doing now. And I get it and their pitch on how they can help people or how they make money or how they can help you make money, how they can help you get healthy, which is wonderful. I definitely like that. But I think when you're going to get on my podcast, I want to laugh. I say I want to have fun. I want it to be entertaining. I do not want, you know, people just start talking for 10 minutes about whatever product they have. So guys, this time I have the one and only, he's been on before, Ken, Mr. Gentleman of the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, Premier Boys, oh my gosh, actor, comedian, philosopher, uh, promoter, superhero, uh, firefighter am i missing something <laughs> no you got it you got it just right um thank you for having me back on the show miss coupon queen i have to be back and yeah let, let's do this so okay you know this is for me episode number 500 i mean i think the first time i interviewed you we weren't even close to 500 
500. No, but by the way, I want to say congrats to 500 episodes. That is a big milestone. I got to shout to you on that. I, I, I'm not even, I'm nowhere near there. So I, I need to be like you. So congrats on the 500 episodes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, oh my gosh, where are you now in the podcasting? We're like, I know you've got Premier Voice. You've got, still got Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. And you're producing another show. And then I think you also have another show where you're doing a lot more music-based uh, content. All right. So, so but, you know, Mr. Jim, like the podcast, you know, it's, it's the main series. But under Mr. Gentleman, is, I got spinoff shows. You know, I got the old school show with me and my partner from the Premier Podcast. I'm the star writer, Rob. We talk about anything old school. Also, the, another spinoff show, Under Mr. Gentleman, um, a conversation about music. Where we talk about anything music, we have artists coming to the show, and also had music discussion. And then I got one more spin-off show that's coming up really soon called Date Night Talk, where it's basically a relationship-based episode where I talk to them about relationships and stuff like that. This was originally a segment before, but yeah, I turned it into a, like a full look spin-off show on Mr. Jim Like the Podcast. Then of course the Premier Boy Podcast. Awesome. Going well. awesome. Oh my gosh. You're just doing a lot. Like you're talking about you want to be like me. Like, dear goodness. You are all <laughs> no. I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm trying. I see, I see. And then and then the TikTok, like if you guys are not watching this guy on TikTok, you're missing out. Like I love your TikToks. They're like a few moments long and then like you say what you say and it's always like it always touches home. I love it. Yeah, and when I do, when I go on TikTok, I only, I only go on TikTok for my um, with the gentleman facts quote of the day, where every Monday I post a quote of the day, and I just do it at that. Like, I'm not, I'm not the biggest TikTok person, so when I do that, I just, I'm like a, I'm gonna drop my thing and then leave it, and then come back next Monday, type of person. So you would not see my TikTok on the regular, but, but only when I do with the gentleman facts quote of the day, and yeah, and I, I'm glad that a lot of people love this, this series, and I'm gonna keep going with it. That's cool. I mean, the thing is, because everybody, you know, TikTok, even though it's been around, TikTok has been around, but TikTok, for whatever reason, during quarantine, um, really blew up. And it was like, some people took to it, some people didn't. Um, TikTok, I tell people all the time, is very, very addicting. Um, <laughs> and it is, it's like really, really addicting. So it, it's just like, when I saw you, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one here. Because, you know, you have people that are that are just simply on TikTok. And then you have content creators that are also doing other content-based things like us that are on TikTok. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's so true. TikTok was the hardest medium for me because, remember, I'm not a person that really shows my face. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's true, that's TikTok true. was like a hard medium for me to kind of maneuver but I, I i manage i manage everybody so yeah if you are not following him on tiktok you are definitely missing out on your mr gentleman's quote of the day it's always something good it's not super deep it's not like oh my gosh this is but it's something that is really motivating and always like i said right on point so i love that Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm, I remember when I started this, it, it was like, I believe it was December 2020. And um, I could be over here going through the pandemic. And I'm like, I need to do something. Like, I need to start showing my face more. So that's when I just decided to just do it. I'm like, you know what? Let me just give this a try. I'm not, a video, I'm not a, the biggest video person myself. 
But I like, you know, let me try to step it out and then see where it could go. And then I, and they got really positive reviews. So, yeah, I'm just glad that everybody really is inspired by it. Everybody really loving it. And I just want to, you know, that's my goal is to make sure to inspire everybody the right way, you know, so they could go just, just stay motivated, you know. Yeah, I, I and, and I think that's really what it is. A lot of people need the motivation at this point in time, regardless of, you know, where you are in life. You need the motivation. So it's like, it's really cool to see that you're doing something really, really positive. And the other thing is you are a big Twitter person. I think that's something <laughs> that I like, I found out about you secretly because it was like, I would get tagged in something. And I will tell you people, I am the worst on Twitter unless, <laughs> unless it's Sunday night and I'm doing 90 Day Fiance. And if you're following me on Twitter, you know that I am tweeting live with yeah. the show. So people are getting these random things. They're getting my thoughts and my opinions. Yes, I have gotten into a couple of little, you know, Twitter tips with people because they're like, oh, I like this person. It's like, okay, but I don't. So what? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you are like all over the place on Twitter. You're like, you're, you're really in there. So what is that about? Cause I see most of the time, I think when I see you on Sunday, you're watching wrestling. Um, the thing with, the thing with Twitter, I've been on Twitter for a very long time since like 2000 and either 2009 or 2010. Okay. But then, yeah. But then, um, I believe with 2018, my page got deleted. So I had to start over my page. I was upset when that happened. I was really, really? upset when that happened. Your page got deleted? Yeah, my page got deleted. I, I forgot what happened. I think I posted like a music video on my page and they say it was, and it deleted it out of nowhere. I couldn't get it back. So I had to start over. But when I started over, for some reason, I keep finding a lot of wrestling fans. A lot, a lot of wrestling fans for some reason. And I was like, I had to start following them. And that's how my page started to grow again based on that fan base. And then I started to get everybody else back, and they started getting more podcasters and stuff like that. So I just, I just pretty much grew my page slowly and slowly until I'm, I'm back to where I'm at. I'm slowly, I, I'm, I kind of am back to where I'm at now, but I kind, I kind of grown a lot more than I was before. Yeah, I think you know, and that's the crazy thing is because I think this was something you had people don't realize that you had an issue with before, yeah. where the guidelines like. A lot of these platforms are not really making the guidelines clear. Yeah. And they're kind of like sneaking in there when you sign your agreements, you know, to sign on to the platform. But they're not making the guidelines really clear as to what is and isn't against the rules. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, when you're telling me, okay, well, I posted a video and they're saying that that's against the, you know, community guidelines. And, and a lot of times it's very, very confusing because I've actually yeah. seen other, other content creators, other people go through this where um, there was one guy, he was doing a native dance. He's from um, Samoa and he was doing a native dance and they actually cited him for nudity. Oh, wow. And it wasn't that he didn't have on any clothes. It wasn't even like he was doing anything derogatory. He was just doing a native culture dance. So 
he got cited and, you know, he got put in social media jail for a few days. You, you know, that, that, that Facebook jail, Twitter jail, yeah. IG, <laughs> yeah. whatever. And, but it's like, nobody's kind of making these guidelines very, very clear. And then it's like, then you see other people who are doing stuff that is like full out brazen and no one ever says anything about them, but it's like, here you go posting a video and it's like oh no we're just shutting down your account yeah 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 it was it was really it was really weird when it happened i'm like wait why my page getting shut down for no reason i didn't it was nothing crazy it was a regular music video and that was it (laughs) and read the regular music video that everybody like that's it and it just shut it down say oh right universal group and stuff like that yeah, it's just it's just crazy. The copyright situation be too crazy, be too strict. Especially nowadays, especially during the pandemic days, it's really stricter now with everything. Yeah, and I think that's the other thing is like things got strict online overnight for us. Yeah. Um, and and I I know it's more or less because people are still working from home. Um, they're still online and remote learning. Um, and probably a lot more of it where people have just discovered that that's what they want to do with their lives. So it is harder now than it was before because there were certain things we could get away with Then now you have to say, okay. And I think even Google, like Google has gone through this thing of like sending guidelines three or four times. Yeah, yeah. And just like, for example, when I was playing music on my, my podcast show in the, in the beginning of my podcast journey, and then they and they, and they helped operators shut me down because I was playing music and say I was stealing music from their label. And it was just like, it was, it's, a, it's a lot. It, it has been a lot. And a lot of people. Yeah, and, that, and that's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, you know, it's like stealing music from the label, stealing, and it's like, but no one's stealing music from that, the exactly. label. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's one of those things of even there's like one of my interlude songs that people are like, how did you get away with that? And I said, the reason I got away with it is not actually getting away with it. I actually know the, you know, the rapper. And I asked him, can I use some of your music for my interlude music? And he said, use what you want. (laughs) So... No, and and so it's like and then the other thing is I'm very conscious of not using it when I have guests because I don't want Mm. it being held against their brand or getting their episode muted so it's like you know I I think one of the things is people don't realize that behind the scenes for podcasters bloggers vloggers or anyone else it can be a little bit stressful and it's (laughs) not I get it. It's not, sometimes it's not the the coming up with content because I think people think that the coming up with content is the hardest thing. Mm. Like, you know, I've seen things where people are like, you know, they're putting videos of cats on forever and a day and nobody cares. Like, (laughs) you know, I mean, not that nobody cares, but people will sit there and watch it. Yeah. So, but it's like, okay, now you put, you know, a cat on up against like Snoop Dogg's dropping like it's hot and all of a sudden it's an issue because 
you know, you weren't supposed to be using that music. It's like, okay, forget it. So yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of the behind the scenes things that get you. So you're like really conscious, you're searching, you know, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a lot more for you because you have more than one iron in the fire. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> podcasts yeah. have one to two shows, but you have like three, four, five shows here. Yeah. So, and how do you keep that that schedule? Because I know, I do know that from the Mister Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast, you take a break. Yeah. So, um, how how I do it is like when I, you know, the main series in, in the Mister Gentleman, the main series with it, but it had like five seasons now, where, where I interview guests or me telling personal stories. And how I do it now is like I break the shows by schedule. The one that's that's under my show. So like one Sunday, um, you know the a conversation about music is first Sunday, and then um the old school show is like the last Sunday in the month, and and uh, the rest of the Sundays it's just the main series, like the main series. So I basically okay. just I, yeah. So I basically just like like how I thought about it is like I guess my show it turned into like a network. As like, like a network channel where they, they, they could just have they could pick the show that they want to listen to. Right, right, like, right. Like if they want to listen to a show with me interviewing people, they can listen to the old school show where we talk about the old school because people like old school stuff. Or if they love music, they can listen to a conversation about music. Or y'all can just wait for the date night talk show. Y'all can listen to that and stuff like that. So I tried to break it down to a different network on Mr. Gentleman now and stuff like that. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. Every time, I think every time I talk to you, you're like, I have a new show coming out. It's like, okay. I remember the last time um, it was a conversation with music was it haven't dropped yet. I think that was the show that when I was on the last right. time, that show was The last dropping. time was when the shows hadn't dropped yet. And I'm like, oh my gosh, when does this man sleep? <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's always my question it's like when 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 do people sleep like i'm sitting here trying to figure things out you know um and you're like oh yeah no i have like five shows it's it's okay like you know but <laughs> <laughs> well i do i do sleep a lot more now so i do get sleep now so that's good I, I do so, so okay so you've broken off with all of those and the Premier Boys podcast, if I remember correctly, there were four of you, and now there's yeah. three. Okay, okay, so I got, I go explain. I'm gonna explain the Premier Boys. So, so, so the last time I was here, uh, you know, one of the members left the show. So, so, and I, and the, and the Premier Boys, and, you know, we all brothers and stuff like that. So, we talk about real topics, but we add storylines into the show. So. There will be a storyline where yeah, y'all gotta pay attention. I don't gotta rebuild the storyline, but yeah, it pretty much wanna show y'all gotta pay attention to it. But it's back, it's back to four of us again. So yeah, just know that it's like Pyramid Boys, it's a it's a show that you gotta pay pay attention to in certain at certain times. Oh gosh. So soon you're gonna have like your own reality TV show and we're gonna know what to do like tlc will be picking you up soon or we tv or all black or something <laughs> we'll be picking you up and the next thing i know i'll be like introducing you as the next tyler perry um <laughs> hopefully, hopefully one day hopefully hopefully <laughs> so yeah i mean it's just like it's so cool i love 
I, I, I have to say I admire a lot of the ways that you've grown because I remember when you and I first got introduced and it was like, okay, he has this podcast and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then to watch that blossom into something. And I think the next conversation you and I had, you were really, really scared because for those that don't know, he and I are part of a podcasting group called The Co-op, which is the Circle of Outstanding Podcasters. And you were, which... Angelica and I actually are the founders. We're co-founders of that. But you were like so scared to ask me. And I'm like, why is this man so scared to ask me to go on hiatus? And I was like, dude, you have a life. You have to do what you have to do. And I think, you know, the thing that most people think of when they think of podcasting is everybody thinks everybody's Joe Rogan. Everybody thinks that we're like multimillionaires off of this podcasting industry. And that is not the case. Um, Most podcasters, unfortunately, are coming out of pocket for podcasting. That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. So it's not something where, you know, Joe Rogan has been, you know, kind of blessed with this because he's made multi-millions where most podcasters, like I said, are coming out of pocket just to do the shows that we do. So, you know, but you were like, I want to go on hiatus. I don't know if this is a good thing. And I'm like, why is this man asking me permission? Like I own his podcast and I'm like, just do what you need to do take time for you like you know um I I just thought it was so funny because I'm like okay she is you know you you have your own life you have stuff to do I cannot tell you what to do you know so I was like when you're comfortable just come back to it and so when you were like you know what I'm starting up again I'm coming back with another season I was like great I'm, I'm I'm here for it so I, I, I think, but I, I thought that was the funniest thing. I'm like, and you're like, I have something to tell you. And I'm like, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think that was probably around the time where I guess the copyright stuff started happening. I think that was around that time. And I think like, Yeah, that was the copyright stuff started happening and yeah. really, like torn. And I was just like, dude, just take the time, you know, yeah. um, because for those that don't know, he had an issue with copyright and Spotify, and Spotify had dropped him. And... Yeah, then I got back on Spotify, and they dropped me again for no reason. The second time for no reason. Yeah. Got, but 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 I did. I kind of glad I'm not on Spotify at the moment. So so with with that whole Joe Rogan thing, we we don't have to talk about that. But, but yeah, but um. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> just it was just really really. And if you don't know what we're talking about with the Joe, Joe Rogan thing, just look it up on Google. It's not even worth, I, 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 people have yeah, asked me to talk about it. I, I refuse to talk about it, you know, for one, as a person of color, two, as a podcaster, um, because I was, honestly, I was kind of annoyed by Joe in the beginning because 
and this is just my personal opinion because it was just like you have podcasters out here that are really trying to make it that are trying to do something good and here you have a company just saying here you know you're kind of well known and out there and Believe it or not, nobody knows, but Joe Rogan actually started out on Anchor. Oh, wow. Yeah, Joe Rogan started out on Anchor. So it was like, okay, cool. You know, people were, and I I had people that I knew were like, oh, yeah, I listened to the Joe Rogan show. And I'm like, okay, but Joe Rogan's on the same platform I'm on. (laughs) What? That was was Yeah, so when he signed that whole deal, I was already, like, kind of really turned off. And then after this new chain of events, it's like, yeah, no. (laughs) So if you want to know about the new chain of events, just Google it, and trust me, it will come up. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that'd be... Yeah, so, but, oh my gosh, I'm like, I I watched you just like bloom and blossom and I think that was the the greatest thing for me to watch you be go from this novice who was really scared to sit there and okay here's the funny thing you would have thought I was sitting in front of him we were actually just like on a zoom and <laughs> He's like asking permission and I'm sitting there like, okay, just do what you gotta do. Like it's your it's your show. This is your life. You just have to do what you have to do. And you you know, to watch you from then the person that's asking permission to this person that's like, hey, you know what? I have another thing that I'm coming out with and I'm producing this and I'm doing that and I'm doing the other it's amazing and and I have to say kudos to you because you really have taken this and you run with it and you've gone from novice to veteran really quickly so I really have to tell you I'm really really proud of the work that you're putting in and everything that you are doing for the podcasting world um, thank, thank you. I appreciate that. Like, really appreciate that. But I got, but I got to go to y'all. You and Angelica, you know, because y'all helped me really step out of my comfort zone, especially, you know, with dealing with social anxiety. And y'all helped me, you know, try to, you know, get out there and stuff like that and go to other shows. So I, I got I went to y'all to help me out with that. So I think y'all, you and Angelica for that. I know, because I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I remember being in meetings with you and you're just like, <laughs> and like, are you there? <laughs> I was quiet. I was quiet. I was quiet. I'm just here to listen. I just here to listen. <laughs> I know. And, and and Angelica was like, "Is he okay?" I was like, "Just give him time. Just give him time. It it it'll work itself out. Just give him time." And so and and I I kept listening to your show, and I was like, "Yeah, he's gonna get there eventually." He's going to get, and I think it was the first time you said, you know, Queen Pen, you've never had me on your show. And I was like, oh, he's, (laughs) 
you ready. I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. And I was there to like watch you here and listening to you every time saying, yeah, I'm growing this and I'm doing this and, and I'm on TikTok and I'm on YouTube and I'm on Instagram. And I'm like, yes, this is what I want to hear. This is, this is, so again, I am, I am super duper proud of you. Like, I, I can't say it enough. I am super proud of you. So. I, I really, I, I really appreciate that. Like, for real, I really appreciate that. For real. So, but thank you, Ken. Thank you for coming on. Guys, all of this information will be in the show notes. So, of course, you won't miss a thing. And thank you for helping me celebrate my 500th episode because of course i had to bring some people on and celebrate yeah th- thank you for bringing me on and once again happy 500 episode that is a big mushroom you, you're killing it you're killing it too you keep, <laughs> keep on he's doing amazing thing you know i totally got this together you ain't you ain't know us thank you thank you <laughs> So guys, thank you again for helping me celebrate. Thank you for helping me get here. Oh my goodness. Thank you, of course, to all of my guests for helping me celebrate this. And all of their information will be in the show notes. So you won't miss a thing. As always, guys, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And happy shopping. Hey everyone, it's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast, and you're listening to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate her podcast.